Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Holy cow! Please shut up! Please shut up! Gangsters, what's up, guys? I would be honored if you played football for this team. Me play football? Fans do it and adore the damn bulldog, baby! Sorry, wait. The mom made me put on my jacket and then she made me do the dishes. What we've got here is failure to communicate. That's so funny. Last time I heard that, I laughed so hard I fell off my dinosaur. Just a bit outside. Oh, look at the sugar falling out of the sky. Look at the sugar falling out of the sky. I think you'll ever get out of here. One day, when I got a long white beard and two or three marbles rolling around upstairs, they let me out. The Second String Podcast and Now Radio Show on 98.7 FM and AM 1340 WGAU, Athens News and Weather Station. driving around or sitting at home or something maybe you got that notification over on the itunes app or however you get your podcast and it says new second string podcast mm. and you're wondering what the heck does that mean the new saying i thought walker died i don't know what happened to walker no no, no. no. who's that that's adam hey. bomb hey adam what's you, up man? you know listen I did, I did check up on walker in full disclosure did i've you? known i've known him for a long time and he is currently commenting on the Grammy still about Taylor Swift in between the NFL stuff, in between his kid at college. It, you name it, Walker will come. I hope he listens to the second stream podcast. He did help find this thing. So, hey, I'm Logan. You know my voice. But that is the new guy, Adam Baum. If you don't mind, I got a little sound bite. Yes. Let me try that again. Okay. We, we don't do double takes. If we mess up, we just keep going, all right? Yeah. When I say Adam Bomb. <laughs> that was explosive, man. That's very explosive. We used to use that soundbite any time the Tennessee Volunteers. Because they were just a dumpster fire yeah, on Rocky course. Top. But, you know, we'll, we'll associate in other ways. So the great news is you've pieced together. We're going to get this podcast back up and running. Uh, we had a lot of fun with this thing over the years. We got to know Walker very, very well. We got to know Mrs. Dr. Walker. I don't know if you know the story about this, Adam, but we kind of knew in the back of our minds that Walker's days may be numbered for about a, a couple of years. Uh, we knew that soon to be Mrs. Dr. Walker. That's what we called her while she was working on her Ph.D., doing all that school stuff, getting ready to... I'll launch her career into the stratosphere, and then lo and behold, she went and did the thing. Okay. She got the PhD. She no longer is soon to be Dr. Walker. She is now a bona fide Dr. Walker. Okay. Well, she took a, a big girl job up in the uh, mountains of North Carolina. She's now professoring a bunch of young minds. 
She is turning the youth of America into smart folks. Which is something I don't think I've ever done. No, no, I, no, I, mm. I, please, I do not want to teach a kid. Not at all. No, <laughs> no. My, my wife does that, by the way. She teaches first graders how to be good, upstanding how, kids, and listen, she's better for it. How does she have the patience? I don't know. How, man. like, I have, I have had two first graders. They're not mm-hmm. in first grade anymore. Mm-hmm. I lost my patience. It's gone. And that was two. She's got like twenty four. <laughs> I have absolutely no clue how she comes home sane every single day. Can I tell you real quick, though, Walker is actually the smarter one out of him and his wife because he can sit at home, (laughs) drink a cold one, comment on whatever, dogs, football, you pick it. And she's out there doing her thing. Awesome, you know. She's she's and their view in the backyard is awesome. We've actually had a couple of episodes since he left. He we we called in on crucial moments uh, during football, whatever. And every time we'd have him on the podcast, like. Seldomly, he'd be like on his back porch looking at bears in the trees. What a life, dude! How do we get that life? I think he's even like there's no moose in North Carolina, but he saw a moose in North Carolina. (laughs) That's how awesome he is, man. So, no, but I I do want to make this transition, uh, hopefully, very seamless. I know you've got a long experience in radio. I want to introduce you a little more thoroughly because I think our listeners really are going to enjoy what we have coming our way. Well, yeah, I hope. I hope it's, or it is going to be a dumpster fire. Yeah, that, and, you know Exactly. And if, if, if they don't like it, we'll just charge them for it. Yeah. Either way, that makes no sense, but we'll do it anyway. Yeah, we'll do it. Uh, no, we, we always enjoy the Second String Podcast. It's going to be back up in the same exact format that we've always have. We'll ease into it. Uh, you and I certainly will make it our own, and I'm very excited to get it back going, man. I love what I do in the mornings down at the ref for four hours. You, in case people are unaware, you host the Your Georgia Country show with Miss Haley. Tell us a little bit more about what you do in the mornings. Well, I have to babysit Haley most mm, of the true. time. So obviously, you know, that's part, that's really what they brought me in to do. But I love it. I mean, I worked at uh, another Atlanta radio station for a very long time and was able to come to Your Georgia Country, which is an, another enormous radio station here. I also, you know, our show, obviously, if you don't love country music, you would probably have (laughs) never heard it. But we're very pop country, so we understand, you know, everything. We have a lot of fun over there. We do a lot of stuff in the community with vets and schools. So that's just kind of one of those things. And, of course, we're huge sports fans. Haley and myself. you got to be if you're an Athens, Georgia man, no doubt. So that's kind of the thing. And then, obviously, I like to do uh, other things in radio across you know, the country and sports and in mm-hmm. pop music. So there you go. That's me. And there's a lot of people that may know who you are without actually knowing yet. We'll tell them what you do on sort of your side hustle. Is uh, right. you're, you're over in Gwinnett doing a bunch of stuff with the Stripers. Yes. And to be able to work for the AAA affiliate of the Braves is like really working for the Braves. You know, you oh, get yeah, to no see. Doubt. If you've never been to a game over there in Lawrenceville, it's actually a lot more convenient. I don't want to take you away from a Braves game, but... A lot more if you live be. on this side of town, you don't yeah. have to fight the 285 traffic. Right. And <laughs> exactly. you're, you're getting to see the Braves either before they become the Braves or rehabbing, and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. No, I've, I've enjoyed I've been over there a handful of times. Probably not as much as I should, but I certainly have enjoyed going over there from time to time and seeing the AAA affiliate. Like I said, it's... That's big boy baseball. It is. It Those is. guys are good. And they're making some money. Some You can tell the guys that have coin mm-hmm. and then don't have coin. Just by their the type of bat they have or the, the extra stuff they wear. You know, you always tell if he's a brave, he's got the Atlanta hat on mm-hmm. with the Atlanta you know guards and everything. There was a, a funny time. I went over. To, this may have been my first Stripers experience. We're going back like 10 years or so. I went to a, with, some, with a buddy over there. Maybe it was my wife. Gosh, I should remember how do you that. Get that. How do you I get that? No, mixed up? My buddies, my wife, something like that. How much beer are you drink? So I go and watch the Stripers game, and there's like nobody there. Uh, this is back when it was the Braves, not yeah. even the Stripers, the Gwinnett Braves. 
And there were a couple of players over my like Major League Baseball fandom that just rubbed me the wrong way. Like I got tired of them, and they were both former Braves. Do you remember Greg Norton? Uh, the old Braves. He was like off the bench guy, but he was in no disrespect I'm to him. Try, I'm trying to think of him. I'm sure he's an upstanding good person, but I did not like watching Greg Norton, the baseball player. What didn't you like about him? He just he couldn't do anything. He was off the bench, and he I, th- I think he had pictures of like Bobby Cox breaking the law or something because Cox never would let him go. Right, And he always brought him back, and Greg Norton just was not very good. Well, I go to the Gwinnett Braves game, and guess who's down there on rehab assignment? (laughs) Of course. Greg Norton. And we were playing, I think, the Louisville Bats may have been the other team on the other side, but... Do you remember Corky Miller, the catcher? Yep, I remember him. His name, kind of funny, makes you laugh a little bit, but Corky Miller... Uh, former Brave as well. Lo and behold, guess who's catching for the Louisville Bats? And I'm like, I cannot escape these guys, man. Yeah, I uh, can't get out there. It was irrelevant to everything that happened in the game. I had a good time. But you do, as you mentioned a moment ago, I'll use Mark Owens as an example. Yes. Because if you've yeah. been to Braves games, I know he doesn't do it full-time anymore, but that in-stadium host. I mean, you're out there organizing and kind of running all the like in-between inning contests. You're keeping the crowd fired up. I liked what you put on your social media a couple days ago on Groundhog Day. One of your best friends happens to be a Groundhog. Yeah, Chopper, who is is the mascot. And and the cool thing about the stripers, just kind of a little bit of uh, inside, is it's it's and it's no fault of the Braves itself. It's mm-hmm. just the way Major League and Minor League Baseball are. It's more interactive for the fans. Yeah, and we can do more of that. But speaking of Mark Owens, I used to work with Mark. Mm-hmm. He went by a different name on the radio. Um, it, it's a it's an inside radio joke. But Mark is now retired to just going out to the battery and having a few cold ones. Good for him, you man. Know? Uh, small world. My wife is about. I want to say she's five or six years younger than Mark. But they went to the same high school. So I think they... Wait, if I, I, if, I remember the name of the high school, but I don't. Is it Pope? Is well, it maybe Lassiter? it was the One same the, cluster. She went yeah. to Campbell. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was so at it was Campbell. Campbell. And, yeah, yeah. I, and she, she'll correct us. She's a big second. By the way, we call our listeners the second string cheeseheads. See, we're, we're, we're learning from scratch here, okay, but she right. is a cheesehead. Okay. So I actually, Adam, over the years, I've got to be a little bit careful of what I say on here because she'll either correct me. Or she'll let me know I said something wrong. Or if I say something offensive about her, she's going to let me hear it. So what's the big penalty if you say something offensive? I'm not allowed her? to talk about that, Adam. Oh, okay. Not allowed to say it. Well, that sucks. Uh, not allowed to. I, I'm, I'm may, giving I'm, you all the inside stuff about the me mm-hmm. and the stripers, and you can't tell me what your penalty is exactly. from your wife? I may go hungry. Let's just say oh, that. It may man, be a cold, terrible. cold night on that's the couch. Terrible. Let's just say that. Uh, but now, speaking of Mrs. Booker, she had a birthday this week. Oh, happy um, birthday to her. It was the big tw- uh, 21. It 20. was 40. It is 40. I'm going to call her out, Adam. It's 40. You're, you're not going to be eating no, this, for a week. No, this is not working out well. Mm. This is uh, this is going to be tough. But I, can't she believe, turned I cannot believe you said that. The big 4-0. I did a year ago, so she's been making fun of me by getting you know, injured here and there and just little things that happen when you turn 40. If mm-hmm. you don't mind saying, you can say I plead the fifth. How old are you, just out of curiosity? I am Five, six years older than you now. So yep. we'll just look, they'll they'll yep. do the math at I home. Was doing, yeah. Here's the good news. Our cheese heads suck at math. They're okay, terrible, good. so they All will right. have no idea how old you are. Okay, uh, we'll that's just, good. If well, you want to go plug it in, plug it in. Real quick, before you move on here, uh, your wife is turning 40. Has she gotten injured yet? Because you're talking about all these injuries. No, but it's coming, man. It's I coming. never had any. Here, I, I've yet to have any. Here's an example of what 40 does to you, Adam. And you know this, yeah. obviously. But, uh, but turning 40, here's what happened this past weekend. Me and a few of my neighbors. So I've got the place out at the lake that I talk about often. Uh, I had some neighbors over hanging out on the back porch. We had a couple of beers. And when I say a couple, we were not drunk. 
we were just enjoying like a late evening. We had the ribs on the smoker. We're getting ready to eat just sort of as a little neighborly function get together. Life is good, right? Yeah, right. Well, me and my buddy Brad and uh, my buddy uh, Joseph had his wife, Audrey. There's a lot of names for you. But yeah. we got in this conversation about, yeah, we're getting old, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I can still do a cartwheel. Oh, no, Logan. Brad says, I can also do a cartwheel, and Audrey said, I'm the best at doing the cartwheel, so what do you do if you have a grassy backyard, you got your neighbors drinking a couple of beers, you're going to find out who can do the best cartwheel, right? Okay. You, okay, I'm following this, right, but I'm I, gonna, I do want to ask you, how, how uh, close is the nearest hospital? Well, it's, it's a good 25 minutes away, right, so if things go wrong, things rough. are yeah. in tough shape. Well, Brad goes first. Brad miserably fails at doing a cartwheel. I don't think his legs got like more than half a foot off the ground. <laughs> Like, he tried to get that body momentum to swing over, but I love you, Brad, man, but it was a terrible, terrible cartwheel. I'm not even ready to call it a cartwheel. So he is not Cirque du Soleil not material. He, no. he lost before the contest ever started. Right. Audrey goes second. She got what was a, identified as a cartwheel, but she did fall in the process, and I think she may have, like, tweaked an old wrist oh. injury. It wasn't bad. She's yeah. fine. Okay. She enjoyed beers and dinner as the right, evening averted. went on. Yeah. All right, so, Adam, I step up to the plate. I executed what I consider a very, very good cartwheel. I had both my legs up above my head. Both my hands hit the ground. I was symmetrical. I did the whole loop. I landed that thing. And when I stood back up to kind of raise my hands up like a gymnast, I could feel the old Chipper Jones oblique. Uh, may have been tweaked a little bit. Adam, I'm still sore to this day, man. Yeah, this the is, way you're sitting right <laughs> now is, is a little concerning. So this is not a Simone Biles. No. No. Okay. So three and a half days ago, I did a, a cartwheel for the first time in a while, and I, I'm not sure I'm, I, I may retire from I, cartwheels, you know, Adam. Logan, there's things you do in life. There's things you do. You, you obviously, mm. you, you, you try to live a healthy life. Mm -hmm. You go to work, be there on time, you know, but you do not do what you guys did. You At can hang out. You can watch football. You can get a little crazy, but you guys chose. We chose this. The Olympics, this. Paris Olympics, in your backyard. Uh, it's we're six it, yeah. months away from Paris. So yeah. yeah, we we had a good time. But I'm telling you, man, I may honestly have done my last cartwheel. <laughs> Please, and and I, I would like to get make it a goal to do it again one day and not get hurt. But the next time I step up to do a cartwheel, it's it's probably going to end a little something like this. And, uh, well, yeah, that that. Let me tell you something. You want to talk about dumpster fires? Mm -hmm. Compare that to Tennessee in a couple of years in ago. In fact, we needed Joe Simpson to ask us this question. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing before we started the cartwheel contest? By the way, I know, we're, again, the theme of today's show is kind of getting back into the Second String Podcast. We're going to get to know Adam a little bit. We may save a little bit more in depth for the next show, but there are some, like, sound bites you need to know. I, there are rumors going around mm -hmm. the station that uh, there is one in particular, one person who is a part of the show that is legendary. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Kareen Brown. Yeah. She was uh, recently incarcerated. She's now out. She's no longer in jail. She actually got out of jail her. while me and Walker were in the prime of this podcast, and we had a big celebration How for did her. she get out of jail? Uh, well, she just, her time ran out. Oh, okay. She, she is a Florida up. congresswoman. Okay, we'll introduce Kareen to Adam and make sure you guys are fully aware of uh, who she is. Uh, she is an old Florida congresswoman who was very, very happy when her Florida Gators, Adam, won the 2008 National Championship. The Florida Gators are again a championship team that have made history. Florida finished the 2008 mm. season with a 13-1 and record. They sure did, Kareen, and she's very proud of that. Yeah, I mean, she just wants to... Listen, if somebody's that passionate about your mm -hmm. team and gets up there mm -hmm. in Congress... 
let her have her time. And she did have her time, and she made a fool out of herself, <laughs> and she gave us the sound bites that keep on giving as time goes on. Man, we love Kareen, and she loves us, but she does not support the dogs. And she loves her gators, and we don't love her gators, and we support our dogs, but we have always found a way to make it work. Uh, that's what the world needs more of. We are hand-in-hand hand just becoming a, a good entity does here she, at the Second String Podcast. Does she have a good old Florida mullet by chance? Um, probably. Okay. Yeah. Uh, here, let's... Let's do a quick fact check. That's her way of saying no. If no, ever, no mullet. Okay. Now, if you ever ask a question to Kareen, she'll hit you with that. Let's do a quick fact yeah. check. And if you ever say something while you and I are just chatting it up and like maybe there's a question about is that true, is that not, she'll hit you with that as well. Okay, um, so she's there for us. She's right. got a lot. You'll get to know her as, as the time goes on. There's no doubt about that. And look, uh, when she talks, she needs to have her moment. Well, she, I mean, she's well. She hasn't had her moment. She's been incarcerated, yeah. so now she's really yeah, going to be talking. Now, now that she's yeah. out and free, woman running around back on the second string <laughs> podcast. I'll tell you this: when we let her know that we're getting this thing back up and running, she was beside herself excited. Oh, I bet she's excited about a twelve team playoff. She thinks that gives her Gators a much better chance. Uh, she knows they're not going to catch the dogs in the SEC anytime soon, so she needs that expanded field. If we're going to get her team up and running the way that does, she remembers them in 2008, does it really give them a better chance? No, though it, no. it really doesn't. Dude, they're a mess, especially they're a, now. <laughs> they're I mean, a total yeah. mess. Uh, one thing Walker and I credit ourselves with over the history of the podcast is as we got this show up and running. I want to say, I want to say it may have been the beginning of 2018. It's been around for a while, but the dogs have just gotten progressively better and better and better. And we were so fortunate enough to be able to talk about not one, but how many national championships, Kareen? The win made... Oh, wait, hold on. That's not it. Two national championships. Mm -hmm. Two national championships. That was sort of like a prognostication, to borrow a term from Punxsutawney Phil. Uh, that was her over the years letting us know what was in our future. Two national championships. Right. She, and she foretold it over mm -hmm. a decade ago. Yeah. And she hung out with us for a long, long time and let us know what was coming. There's also a very famous... Maybe the most famous soundbite that we use here on the podcast Let's from Kareen Brown. And if you're a loyal uh, second string cheesehead out there, there's a very good chance they have a sticker. And I've got a couple at home. I'll bring you yeah, one like tomorrow, one. by the mm -hmm. way. Here is the uh, most famous soundbite of them all. And this is what the dogs strived to win for a long time. And then they finally won two of them. It is NCAA BS BCS Championship Bowl game. Got to throw the game at the end. Yeah, well, there's a lot. There's a lot going on there, and mm -hmm. I wonder, like, the acronym is the NCAA BS mm -hmm. BCS. What was the last one? Championship Bowl Game. Bowl Game. NCAA BS BCS Championship Bowl Game. She loves her Gators. That's all but, I can say now, about Kareem. Now the, the the Gators are just playing an NCAA BS game. Mm -hmm. If you think about exactly. it, I mean them in Vanderbilt, and you know exactly. Well, look, man, we're starting this thing up. It's uh, what February sixth is the date that we're sitting down right now. We're we're sort of in what I would consider a bit of a sports lull, but there's really no such thing as a sports lull. We are obviously very college football-centric around here, but I know you've been popping up at Hawks games a lot recently. Right, and, and I wanted to tell you that before we talk about the Hawks, mm -hmm. though, Logan, is that you know I don't know if it's so much of a lull anymore with college football because we do get the the signing days and all of the recruiting mm -hmm. and the 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 kids switching high schools to get vie for a spot. So I don't think it's like we they just go in hibernation anymore. Now we we are finally we talked about this on our show this morning or yesterday one that it kind of feels like we're out of the tunnel of what now has become the most chaotic 
time of the college football calendar, and that's December and January. Yes. Because you've got the college football playoff cranking up, and eventually you got to crown a champion, but then you got players leaving left and right. You do have a very big signing day late December. That transfer portal always gets extended when a, when a coach will retire, like Nick Saban, who I want to talk about, by the way. Uh, but it's just come – it's become hard to keep track of. It has. It's insane. But uh, the Hawks games, let's really mm-hmm. quick, as you mentioned that, I've had a blast taking Good. my little boy. He's 10 years old. And it's uh, – growing up, I went to, to NBA games up in Pennsylvania. My dad would take me up to the Sixers. So down here, we've always – you know, I've mm-hmm. always gone to Hawks games. Sweet. And they're actually exciting. And they, they lost, you know, recently to the Clippers. But they won four in a row against mm-hmm. the, the Warriors, the Suns, the Lakers. So we have a team that can compete in Georgia – just not consistently. Um, I've got some theories on the Hawks and what they need to do to get better one day. All right, we got to hit a quick break, Adam. See, time flies on this it thing. Does. We already, are yeah. already 20 minutes into this podcast. Uh, we'll hit a quick break, come back, and uh, keep the party going. It is the Meet Adam edition of the revamped, and very excited to say that, Second String Podcast right here on WGAU. Now back to the Second String on 98.7 FM and AM 1340 WGAU, Athens News and Weather Station. Logan and Adam, very pleasure to say that, by the way. Logan and Adam back on the second string podcast, the revamped edition. What are we jamming out to, Adam? Oh, I love this Chris Jansen, fix a drink. I don't know if it works. It, it depends when you're hearing this podcast. Could be coffee, could be whiskey, or whiskey and coffee. i tell you, man, it works all the time, every time, as long as it works. I've been into garage beers lately. Yeah, what's your what's your go to garage beer? Do you have uh, one? I'm a I'm a craft beer guy. Um, I'll drink some of the lighter stuff, but over the many many years of just being an adult, I've just gravitated more toward like the Terrapin Sweetwater. Wow. I mean, I've got a ton of favorites, but I, I like a good hoppy IPA. And uh, I'm not going to drink as many, so I'm not going to sit down and drink twelve of them like you would a Budweiser. Well, Not that I'm in What? I'm kidding. I'm joking. What? I'm being very sarcastic <laughs> here. Uh, no, it's. Uh, I like a good craft beer. Are you? Are you a beer guy I, at I all? I used or? to. I used to be. Now that I got kids, I've kind of yeah. backed off, obviously. But now, I mean, you're drinking for both of us. Twelve Bud Lights. So Walker would tease me a lot about being a dink. Uh, D I N K. Dual mm-hmm. income, no kids. So me and Mrs. Booker, we've got. It's been a theory. I've never confirmed or denied this, but Walker always pretends like me and Miss Booker are virtual millionaires because we don't have kids to take care of. Do you kind of, not that you envy that, because I know you love your kids and you would trade them for the world, but do you ever sit back and think, man, these little rascals are expensive? Would I love not to have to pay $700 a month for cheer? For competitive cheerleading. I do see you running all over yeah. the place with your daughter. So now, how old it, is she? She's eight. Okay. And if you want to trade a month, you, you pay for the cheer. I'll just go out to your lake house. <laughs> I'll teach you how to use the smoker. Yeah, I'll set, come I'll on. Let's put the, for one month. I'll put the beers in the fridge and you'll be good to go. It's got a good view, too. I even got a boat and a jet ski you can go play My on if you want goodness. to as well, man. Life is good. When dinks. You're the, when you're the dinks in the bookers, life is very, very good, Adam. No doubt about that. Um, but, yes, little Chris Jansen Here's another rule. When we come back in uh, segments, anything goes. Okay. There is, there is no song off limits. Now, we got to keep it clean for the radio. Yeah, right. Uh, so we'll play some radio edits. But we always try to have fun, play songs that fit into the conversation. Sometimes we'll have a theme. One day, not today, I'll introduce you to the bear song. Okay, there's I got to hear this. legendary bear song. I survived a bear attack several years ago. 
What um, uh, what haven't you survived now? You've yeah, survived that Olympic uh, cartwheel, and exactly. now it's a bear. Yeah. yeah, so I'll I'll spend the next 45 seconds reminding you and others that I survived a bear attack a few years ago. I went hiking on the Appalachian Trail with a good buddy of mine that works for UGA. It's snowy as can be. We do 13 and a half miles, and we come across the world's largest black bear just kind of hibernating in the tree. We took some pictures and went on and finished our hike, but I consider that a bear attack. No, uh, Okay, wait a second. We don't have enough time to talk about this. No, you got 18 this. seconds to ask all the questions I, you want. Then we're moving what on. What part was the attack part? Well, just just use your own imagination. We came out unscathed and we survived a bear attack. It's that simple. So you walked by it? Walked by it, took some photos, and kept on going. That's a bear now attack. I, now I understand. All right, we got to hit a break. Adam joining us on the Second String Podcast. Another half coming up. It's the Second String on WGAU. You're listening to The Second String on 98.7 FM and AM 1340 WGAU, Athens News and Weather Station. Now, Red Solo Cup is the best receptacle for barbecues, tailgates, fairs, and festivals, and you, sir, do not have a pair of testicles if you prefer drinking from glass. Hey, Red Solo Cup is cheap and disposable. In 14 years, they are decomposable, and unlike my home, they are not foreclosable. Freddie Mac kissed my ass. Ah, uh, we got to pay a little homage today on the Second String Podcast, a party anthem man, the great Toby Keith. Very sad news. I woke up to this morning that he had lost a long battle with, I think, was it stomach cancer? Stomach cancer, yeah. He had it. it this was something he was going through, chemo and yeah. radiation. And, and, yeah, he. You know, the interesting thing is, Logan, he, in December, played a couple of shows in Vegas and was really optimistic he was going to get back. Yeah, and we all kind of thought he was. It hits you fast, man. I've I've no loved ones, my father included. I lost to cancer many years ago. It's it's an ugly, ugly thing, man. But uh, no, Toby Keith. I could he's he could very well be one of the anthems of the Second String Podcast. We'll have to drop in some Red Solo Cup more often, man. This is good stuff. But hey, he left a good library, good legacy. He did. So how was back in like the '90s? He got popular with like they should have been a cowboy, a song I can sing word for word. What were the early hits of his? Uh, I can't you know, I played a ton of them, and I don't yeah. even remember the name of them. You know, you can always tell an an early hit from a country artist because you know how the songs are overproduced mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. They weren't back then, and they sounded like you just were, went in and played with your drums, guitar, and and a piano, and that was it. And that's and but Toby, the the interesting thing about his first album, this is a little history, is a lot of critics said that he missed the mark on when to sing the hook and what really? the song was all about. And that was some of his biggest hits was back then. Yeah, really. Uh, he's saying he ain't worth missing. Played that one. Uh, yep. Let's see. Wish I didn't know now. Oh, I know what I what I didn't know. Didn't know now. Yeah. Something like that. that was good. So he had that like '90s country feel. And then somewhere around 2000, I know I know he got super patriotic after 9 That's where he got really, really big. Yeah. Yeah. And then kind of after that, he decided like, hey, man, I want to be a little bit of a party guy. And he read Solo Cup, Beer for My Horses, uh, all the other fun songs he had. So, hey, he as far more. as I know, good vibes from Toby Keith, yeah, man. Yeah. And I uh, hate, hate to see the news that he passed away this morning, but we can pay a little homage with some red Solo Cup, no doubt. All right, Adam Baum, hold on. All kind of chaos in here. Adam Baum, if you're just tuning in or just kind of getting to know Adam, we do want to know everything about you. So uh, start from like kindergarten through third. What are your highlights from there? Uh, not much, really. Not much, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I'm, I, I did the normal things. You know, what I do now is coach baseball and basketball. So back then I played it poorly. Yeah. 
Third, um, third grade, I broke wind in a chair and everybody heard it. It was terrible. It was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. Do you still talk to anybody from back then? Uh, very few. I'm not sure if I know anybody now that was in was that third say, grade class. But remember those old plastic chairs we sat in? Oh, yeah. I, I, uh, those those would make... I don't even know how they held us up. I don't either, man. But I had a bellyache that day. Something happened where I needed to you know, you know, do the thing. And then I did it, not, not realizing the plastic chair was going to make it ten times louder. <laughs> yeah. It never, was terrible. No. It was terrible. If you're going to do that, you need to sit on something like cushioned well, or you know what i mean i sat alone at lunch for a month after that it was terrible no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> all right uh no i'm just kind of kidding about your your long history but what got you into radio and give me a little bit of your like sports background too man so i, I got into radio really because i used to just listen to it growing mm-hmm. up big big pop music guy so you know i know doing country now but always used to listen to the djs and thought oh, i could do that i actually went to college for business because me and my buddies wanted to own a sports bar where at by the way uh in pittsburgh okay um and so we didn't end up doing that obviously so i got into radio like while i was in college worked full-time while i was in college and into the sports thing i mean i've always been a sports fan mm-hmm. if you're from pennsylvania just like georgia your sports that's all it is of football course. you know so i got into radio moved uh to atlanta and started working on a sports station in atlanta doing a lot of high school mm-hmm. uh football that was our, our a big thing and that's kind of you know always been a sports fan so that's kind of my thing i love i my my, my family is a penn state family but i compare penn state to georgia because it's essentially the same feel Athens to State College, mm-hmm. the history of the football teams. They even played each other Do, one year. They, we played each other in the uh, Tax Slayer Bowl the end of the, tw- end of the 2015 season. I'll right. have to show you a picture my wife took. I actually got her a credential that day. Okay. It was not the most desirable bowl game. Let's just put it that no, way. It was, no, anything named that. Yeah. yeah, that was not Georgia's best season. Georgia just fired Mark Richt, I guess. I'd have to go back and look, but Penn State didn't have a great season either. That's why they found themselves in the Tax Slayer yeah. Bowl. But I was able to convince them to give not just me, but my wife, a photo credential. And she actually borrowed a fisheye lens from one of our like photography buddies. She took a much better album that day than I did. She's on not knowing what she's doing, just snapping photos. And she got a picture of Malcolm Mitchell's touchdown where you can see a great shot of Malcolm Mitchell like celebrating the touchdown and then up on the jumbotron in the photo is like her taking a picture of Malcolm Mitchell. It's just, it's this the better be up shot. in your house. It is absolutely cool. I I need to print it for her. late birthday present, yeah, something yeah. like that. Uh, but how cool would it have been? And what would your family have done? And what would you have done? Now we do require you to support the dogs on this show, of course, and we, I do. Yeah, we realize and understandably you may not bleed with the same passion that like me and Walker have over the years. You're not an alum of Georgia, but you do living in Athens, you love the dogs. Right, right. Let's make that very clear in case anybody's doubting that. Uh, But no, I have no problem whatsoever with with childhood and family allegiances all over the place. But this year, here's the way it would have worked out. Uh, With a 12-team playoff, if it were this season and not starting in the upcoming season. So you look at the bracket of, oh, this is what would have been. Georgia would have been this seed, whatever that seed. Well, Alabama would have gotten the bye out of the SEC. So Georgia would have been hosting as the number six team a game in Sanford Stadium. However, here's where the caveat comes in. The bracket showed a rematch with Ole Miss coming back to Athens to play a game in December, and it would have had Penn State at Ohio State. However, I'm of the thorough belief, things that I believe and I cannot prove, the committee would not have let an SEC-SEC game and a Big Ten-Big Ten game. I 
thoroughly believe they would have sent Penn State to Athens to play here in mid-December. How awesome would that have been for you? I would have been there. I would have been there. And and here's the thing. And just like like Georgia fans travel, Mm -hmm. Penn State fans travel. So you would have had a great representation. It would have been a great game regardless, Mm -hmm. I think, even though Penn State didn't have a good showing in the Chick-fil-A Bowl in the second half. I do think that they would have – and here's the caveat to that, speaking of caveats, is this transfer portal. Mm. Five of their starters on defense Mm -hmm. decided to not play. That's the that's the thing that may not happen in a 12-team yeah, playoff. And, and I'm very optimistic that'll be the case. So far, as far as I know, unless I'm just forgetting something, well, I take that back. There was one player that opted out for Texas in this year's college football playoff game. It was the backup quarterback. And I forget where he transferred to, but he basically said, hey, man, with the way the calendar is right now, I'm the backup quarterback. I need to go make moves now because I've got these offers. i got the NIL thing, whatever. He entered the portal and did not participate in that, uh, I guess, what was that, the uh, Sugar Bowl against Washington. And I hate to see that, but this is something that needs fixed from the timeline. I don't blame him for what he for leaving the school, but I'm optimistic like you if we do get a 12-team playoff and adjust the transfer portal window, maybe we'll get much less opt-outs for big well, bowl games. I'm hoping that too, but here's the other thing, the NIL deals. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if a company says, Logan, I'm going to pay you $100,000 uh, right now, but you got to come right now. You got to leave the Sugar Bowl or yeah, whatever. You'll be, you'll be looking for a new podcast what, partner, man. Right, exactly. <laughs> but like, what do you, what do you do if you're a 17 year or a, yeah. an 18, 19 year old kid, whatever you are? What do you do? A hundred thousand dollars in anybody's life is big, but when you're that young, that's a tough one. And my fear is, even if we do get a 12 team playoff, you're going to have some players go. Well, you know. And that might just go ahead and bite somebody mm-hmm. in a in a game. No, it's it's the wild west, is what it is. I don't I don't have the answers for regulation and all that, but it's one of those toothpaste is out of the tube, it's not going back in. So we gotta figure out what to do. I have no clue, but I'm excited about the 12 team deal coming up. I think that's very exciting. Um, I love the thought of having a game in Sanford. Now here, the the obvious goal is you win your conference. You're a top four team. You get a buy. You the goal is not to play a home playoff game. But holy smoke, That would be an extra if, game, though, right? So we're yeah. looking at, you know, uh, if you're in the national championship, that's 15 games or 16 games. We did play? the math. Now, if you run the table, if you were to win all of your games and get the bye uh, in the playoff, you would now be 16-0. So 16-0. the only teams that have ever gone 15-0, Georgia recently in 2022, LSU in 19 and Clemson in 18, they've all been 15-0. No other team has ever done that. So potentially, somebody could play a 17th game if yes. they – oh, wow. Yeah, 17, That's a lot. Yeah, you're right. If you don't get the bye in the playoff, you're, you're probably not going to be undefeated because you didn't get the right, bye, right. but you would potentially play 17 games. Now, there's a weird caveat that people don't realize about like last season. Hawaii, they played a Week 0 game, which means you know Week 0 is. Week 0 right, is the right. week before Labor Day. Some teams play – uh, you get the option if you play Week Zero, like Vanderbilt played a Week Zero game. In fact, it was against Hawaii. Vanderbilt elected to have two off weeks throughout the season, right? You because that, yeah. they played one of their games early. Well, Hawaii said, "No, nah, we're good. We're just going to keep. We're going to play a thirteenth regular season game." It there's a, about as close to a zero percent chance of it happening as you can get to zero. But let's just say, in a weird world, Hawaii got red hot. Hawaii was winning every game by 45 points. They beat an SEC team in Vanderbilt. You could not ignore them. 
they again, this is the caveat that's impossible, but if they had won every game by X amount of points and you said we got to put them in the playoff, they would have gone 16 and 0 this past year and no one would have ever done that before because they played the extra game. But again, it's Hawaii we're talking that's about. That's Liberty though. Imagine if yeah. Liberty Liberty would have been in the playoff yeah. this year. So and, and I guess they played 13 games too. Yeah. I, I'd have to go back and look and double check. Hey, fun, well, in fact, fun fact really quick, Liberty is playing at Kennesaw State this coming year. Let's do a quick fact check. Kareen's ready for that game. Yeah. Kareen's double yeah. checking your facts and already That's true. Out I just the saw the schedule. Yeah. That is cool. No, Kennesaw State and and you Forgive me, I know you mentioned this a little bit earlier. What do you do with Kennesaw State The same State exact thing team? as the Stripers. I, listen, I work for seven different companies. There you go. But, yeah, I do the You're Jumbotron over there. And Kennesaw State, mm-hmm. up-and-coming program, obviously, going they, into Conference USA. But they are mm-hmm. playing Liberty at home this year. Yeah, so when they join Conference USA, it's not this fall but next. Am I doing that right? No, they're, they're in this, this fall. year. They just don't get any of the TV money this year. And also there's this archaic, really, really dumb rule James Madison almost dealt with it this year, but like Kennesaw will not be eligible for bowl games. No, it's stu- I don't understand that. It's so stupid. So I think the the point of that rule when it was made is, oh, we got to give your team a little time to adjust, and it's really expensive to have to go to these bowl games. We're going to give you time to acclimate. I'm sorry, times have changed. No, get rid of that archaic any. silly rule, man. It's ridiculous. So uh, hopefully that that'll be in the rearview mirror soon. Uh, you said the uh, the Conference USA is where we're going. Yeah, Conference to... USA. Kennesaw is actually playing uh, UTSA mm-hmm. this year, which big time, you know, yeah. ranked team. So there's ranked teams coming in, not only to Georgia, but all over, over at Kennesaw State, That's which fun, is pretty man. cool, yeah. Now, I think that'll be, if I'm saying this right, let's do our math. Or let's talk. i got to turn my email off here. Yeah, how many emails are you getting? We, we don't edit that. That's that's part of the rules. Adam. Great. Um, sorry. Who, who is um, emailing you? That was Pete, by the way. Pete wants oh, to let us know of a story that's come off. Uh, yeah, imagine that, that Pete off. emailing us. Uh, FBS teams, when Kennesaw State joins in a couple, or now, you've got Georgia, Georgia Tech, Georgia State, Georgia Southern, uh, Georgia, am I missing one? Or is no, Kennesaw going to be the next? Yeah. So we still have a relatively small amount of FBS schools considering how big our state we, is. we got to compare it, and I always compare it to mm-hmm. Texas. Okay. I think that's the great, you know, you look at Georgia, you look at Texas. Texas has, I mean, I think double that for FBS mm-hmm. schools. So, But the thing is, the size, I mean, Georgia Southwestern does not have a, a football team. I, I don't think people realize that Georgia is the biggest in terms of area state east of the Mississippi. It you is. Realize You're that? right, yeah. Even bigger than Pennsylvania, which I would right. have thought Pennsylvania would have would have taken the nod. It's Georgia. No, Pennsylvania doesn't. Massive state. Speaking of FBS schools, they mm-hmm. don't have as many as Georgia does, no. Penn State, Pitt. And Temple. And Temple. That's it, isn't it? Wow. That's it, yeah. Craziness. Yeah, I'm excited for the Owls. I think it'd be fun. Now, I don't know if Kirby Smart's going to change his philosophies. Right now, there's something. I don't know the exact details or reasoning, but he doesn't want to play in-state teams not named Tech. And I think in the back of his mind, he would actually, again, this is not me reporting this. This is my theory. I don't think he wants to play Tech forever. I I think they will. I don't see that game going away. But he doesn't see the value in doing that, and I don't think he – in other words, we have not played Georgia Southern since Kirby took over. We used to play him every four years. Right, right. I remember that. happened. And I don't think State will ever be on the radar, nor will uh, well, it's Kennesaw. Not, it's not going to get Georgia anywhere. And mm. and with the way Tech's program is coming up just a little bit, I mean, they, they did improve this year. And they gave Georgia a scare. But I don't think there's a value in playing those teams for Georgia's sake because that's not going to help them move up the rankings or their strength of schedule. Yeah. It's not going to help. Back in 2015, the last time we played Southern, that was uh, here's some fun facts for you. That was also the night we collared Ugga 10. 
who recently passed away. Rest in peace, damn good dog. Won a lot of good stuff. Uh, it was also the first night we lit up Sanford. You know that tradition. I remember that one. Yep. up the cell phones. That was the first night we ever did that. But I've got this like sort of. Uh, I'm almost a bad person. I try to be a good person, Adam. My wife actually has a master's degree from Georgia Southern, but she did it all online. She does not consider herself a eagle by any stretch of the imagination. Just a, just a piece of paper. Exactly. Not, not she a got her right. undergrad here at Georgia. She's a bona fide Georgia Bulldog, but we kind of uh, tease her about her uh, now Georgia Southern ties. But I know some Georgia Southern friends that are a little bit cocky, a little full of themselves, and they don't like Georgia. They want to beat the dog so, so bad. But, so when that game went to overtime that day, I love the way the rug was pulled out from underneath him. I know you're supposed to beat him by 30, 40, whatever. It was a very uncharacteristic close game against a team you should not have trouble beating. But the fact that they tasted it and they thought they were going to have a lifetime of joy of beating the mighty Bulldogs and blah, 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 and then they just got it ripped off like a Band-Aid. Just warmed my soul, Adam. You know, that might have been the closest thing Georgia Southern will ever Mm -hmm. have to any type of any type of Do you victory. realize who the kicker was for Southern that day? It was uh, Young Way Koo. Yep, Young Way Koo. the Falcons. Yep. And then I want to say, the uh, who is the Bills kicker right now? I'm drawing a blank on his Boy, name. Boy, you're, you're throwing me for a yeah, loop Yeah, I know. Well, you may recognize the name once you see it, but he was the backup kicker that day. How? And he missed that horrible kick just what recently. A, what a trivia question. I know. Who are two NFL kickers from the same FBS school in one like that, that were on the same team at the I same know, time? Uh, Tyler Bass. That is an Tyler amazing trivia Bass. question. They were both on the Southern team that came to Athens. And uh, Southern was pretty close to getting a field in field goal range that would have beat the dogs at the end of regulation. But instead they decided to punt the ball, which I still think they should have given Youngway a chance. Hey, we'll take it, man. I'll yeah, take I'm it in. all day. Yeah. Good deal. All right, Adam Baum, he is joining us. He is of Stripers fame, of Kennesaw State fame, uh, does a lot of stuff in Athens. He's going to be a big Georgia fan with us. In fact... I know you support the dogs and all this. We're going to make you into a bigger Georgia fan than you've ever How are you going to do that? The second string cheeseheads in us. We're going to make it happen, man. All right. That's just what we I'm do. I'm relying on this. So let's hit another quick break. We'll come back and wrap things up. Very, very happy to be back. The second string podcast, long overdue. And uh, Adam, I mean, uh, Walker just up and left us about a year, almost a year ago now. Jerk. So what a total jerk. I hope he doesn't listen. No, I hope he's listening because we're going to talk some more Hawks over the time. All right, hit a quick break, come back, and wrap things up right here on the Second String Podcast, WGAU. Now back to the Second String on 98.7 FM and AM 1340 WGAU, Athens News and Weather Station. I'll be honest, I'd kind of forgotten about this song. You know what this song is about? It's about you're a little people, you're a small person, and that really popular kid in school would always never even look at you. And then all of a sudden you became famous, and you let him know. Mm. You let him know. There are some girls I had crushes on, Adam, but I think they missed out. Do you ever, do you ever, miss, and Mrs. Booker won that lottery, I'll tell you that. That's right, you just put it in their face. Whew. Um, I'm watching. I know you're sitting on the other side of this computer, and it's stationary, so I can't swing it around. But this is a. Uh, you told me from 1999. Yes. All you have to do is look at the people in this video to know exactly what year it came from. It looks like Dawson from Dawson's Creek. Yes, that was Lo- loose flannel, baggy jeans, uh, good haircut, just. 
quintessential '90s. I remember going into American Eagle back in the oh, night, absolute late '90s, and that's where all that you know, you get your American get your Eagle, Abercrombie and Corduroys, your jeans. What was the other one? There was another Aeropostale. Aeropo- right? Yeah, Aeropostale. That's still Aeropostle. around too. I used to have a Mossimo shirt. Remember yep, Mossimo? They're still around. It was blurry, Stussy. and it said uh, it said "Sight for Sore Eyes," and it was like a blurry script. Every single seventh grader at Sweetwater Middle School rocked that exact same T-shirt all the time. And had to go to the eye doctor. And I felt cool wearing it. I'm not gonna lie, man. Yeah. I grew up to be pretty cool, by the way. I mean, you did it. You I think it. I think that Mossimo shirt was one of the seeds planted that made me who I am today. And all those girls, how do you like me now? Be jealous of Sweetwater. Where are you at now? Sweetwater Middle School, Gwinnett County. Speaking of the Stripers, Gwinnett County. So I'm a Burkmar grad. Are you familiar with like the Gwinnett High Schools? I I know. Listen, I know the big ones right now are Mill Creek, Mm -hmm. Buford, North Gwinnett. So Burkmar has never really had a good football team, but they were much better when I was there. I did not play, but we beat Parkview twice. That's big. That's really huge. In fact, I think we beat them one of their state championship years. But they made us forfeit the game because their coach got really mad about it, the loss. We won at their place. We rushed the field, stomped on that ugly orange paw, all that good stuff. But they found out like one of our players played in one quarter too many. Because you can play in JV and varsity, but you had to like cap it at six. They found out that one of our players played a seventh quarter, so you got to forfeit the game. Ridiculous, man. Stupid. Can I tell you a really quick fact? I know we're running short on time mm-hmm. about Parkview this past year. Yeah, man. They had to replace the AstroTurf because, you know, the rubber inside the turf, mm-hmm. that was melting. It was so hot, mm. so they replaced it because the orange <laughs> was – it was actually where the orange paw is. Yeah. Um, it was fading. It was the black was fading into the orange, so they had to replace mm. it with the wood pellets. So it's just a fun fact that's about awesome. what's one, going on. Over one there. day in our uh, second string podcast after dark. Now that's what you got to pay for. That's not the radio version. Oh man! I'll tell you the story about how my buddy and I drove around all night one night stealing for sale signs out of people's yards, and we put Parkview's football field up for sale. Just saying. I, I mean, there are pictures, but I will deny in front of a judge until the day I die that I. Yeah, like I, who I did that. I joked about it on the Second String podcast, <laughs> but no, that, that <clears throat> wasn't us at all that did all that. Right, all right. No doubt. Adam, I'm excited, man. Yeah, this should be fun. I mean, listening to uh, our, our other co host mm-hmm. on there from uh, the state of Florida. You know, I think I think this is going to go places mm-hmm. like it has gone before. I don't know if it's other places, but at least the same place. It's easy to get lost in conversation. We got the big Super Bowl coming up this week. We'll, I forgot, we'll talk. listen, forgot all about it. I know it's it's what we do. We just turn the mics on and go. But hey. next week we'll talk about the Super Bowl and all the Taylor Swift happenings. Really quick, yeah. I, I heard some of Travis Kelsey's interview. You know they do the radio row mm-hmm. and everything. Said that Taylor Swift is an official member of Chiefs Kingdom. Sweet. So, I mean, their relationship is growing. So, we got a couple minutes. There's no speculation about her being at the Super Bowl. Like, that's happening. It's right? happening, yeah. I know she's in Tokyo the next couple nights or something or uh, later this week, but she is coming to She has a, the Super Bowl. a big enough window where she can comfortably get there, get in her seat, mm-hmm. relax, be there, and then make it back. Because she doesn't have anything to do until the next weekend, which I will no doubt believe Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey will be at that show. He'll fly out for that one. We have listeners on the ref, and I love them to death. They're, they're what make the show so great, but they're like so fed up with Taylor Swift coverage, and Dave and I both see it the same way. I'm like, I think this is awesome. You know, uh, I do too. It's not making me a Swifty like Haley is. 
But, like, I think she's bringing good vibes. And, like, I think that group of friends that are following the Chiefs season, I think it's been nothing but positive, and I appreciate it. I'm just going to take a different turn. I do, too. Mm -hmm. I think the reason why people are sick of it, it's like anything. You know, when Mm -hmm. we're we're heading into a political season, all you're going to see is political ads. Mm -hmm. People get sick of it. Yet they (laughs) like their, their own candidate. Yeah. That might be what it is. But they, I think this stuff in a political year is like a good thing. You need it's like, it. Hey, I need the positivity. We're gonna have enough negativity later. I, I also saw. I think Wall Street Journal did the uh, numbers, but she's averaging like twenty-seven seconds of airtime a game. Now that's gonna go up in the Super Bowl, one hundred percent. You yeah. know, and they should. I mean, that's that's good business. It's gonna be a huge deal. Next week we'll get back together. We'll talk about the Super Bowl and uh, all this stuff and get us ready for a uh, brave season coming up real soon. Uh, pitchers and catchers report in two weeks, right? Yeah, uh, next week. Next it's week. Val- okay. Remember Valentine's. Day. That's right. That's okay. Easy to remember. Valentine's Day next Wednesday, pitchers and catchers and get baseball season. I'm going to come see some Stripers games this year. Yeah, man. welcome looking to forward to that cheap as well. Seats. No, I'll get you. I'll get you on the field. I'll cheap seats will work. I'll for get me, you man. on the field. Thank the beer. you, Adam. I'll do. Can I do the dizzy bat and go no? Steal you're going to do steal a cut water where you steal a drink and drink it on the way back I'm to right field. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, Adam Baum. We got to get out of here right now, but this is exciting. We're going to have some fun. Second string podcast. Come back next week. We'll only get better. That's As the right. episodes can't go, go on. Can't go lower. We'll see you next week. Second String Podcast right here on WGAU. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.